Why are so many of us now reacting to gluten? Approximately 1% of the UK population have celiac disease and about 7% have non-celiac gluten sensitivity. Yes, there is growing education and awareness around gluten, but also the gluten we eat today is very different to what we used to eat. Because of the increase in food production, a lot of wheat strains that we now eat have a higher amount of gluten in them. More pesticides like glyphosate are being sprayed on the crops and the traditional process of making gluten containing foods like bread have been sped up. The yeast no longer has time to break down the parts of the gluten that we can't digest. All of this is coupled with how our lifestyle, which is our stress, diet and environment, has compromised our gut lining and has made us more sensitive. It is all connected. This is why you may be fine eating gluten when you're younger, but not now. The gluten-free movement is here to stay. It is not a fad trend. Welcome to The Practice of Health with me, Charlie Tunmore, where I share my honest journey to become a health coach and I empower you to take ownership of your own health. I explore all areas of holistic health, nutrition, movement, sleep, thinking, hydration, breathing, and much more. I am currently studying the Institute for Integrated Nutrition Health Coach Program. I manage a yoga studio in London, and I'm a jiu-jitsu purple belt. Hello everyone, thank you for listening to my podcast and thank you to everyone who has left the podcast a five-star review, it means so, so much. Lastly, a big shout out to my South London listeners. This is episode 12, Gluten. This week on the Institute for Integrative Nutrition Programme, I learned about gluten-related disorders and resources for living a gluten-free lifestyle. What is gluten? It is a protein that naturally occurs in wheat, barley, rye and spelt. Also, there is a protein in oats that has a very similar structure to gluten, even in gluten-free oats, so it falls under the same umbrella. Gluten is basically the glue that keeps breads, pastas, cookies, cakes from falling apart. And because of this, it is in most processed foods and in a lot of things that you wouldn't think of, such as chewing gum, soy sauce, tea bags, the glue of envelopes, and many beauty products. The amount of gluten-free products in recent years has increased massively, but remember, gluten-free junk food is still junk food. Food companies take out the gluten, but instead they put lots of artificial foods in them, like sugar. There are so many options for living a healthy, gluten-free lifestyle if you follow a whole nutrient-dense food approach. You've got fruit, vegetables, animal products, healthy fats, legumes, rice, quinoa, millet, potatoes, and so much more. So who should avoid gluten? Well, definitely people with celiac disease. This is an autoimmune disease, not an allergy, and there isn't a cure, but a gluten-free diet can reverse the damage. Upon consumption of gluten, Those with celiac disease experience a progressive deterioration of the villi. These are small finger-like structures within the small intestine. 
The villite help to absorb nutrients, to nourish the body and to sustain energy for everyday activities. Malabsorption can occur when these villi begin to flatten as a result of gluten consumption. This can cause nutritional deficiencies and you will also most likely have food intolerances such as dairy. The symptoms include gastrointestinal symptoms. This is the most common category such as chronic diarrhea, constipation and acid reflux. There are also nervous system symptoms like depression, anxiety and panic attacks and other symptoms include skin rashes, alopecia and mouth sores. What really astounded me was that some people with celiac disease can have symptoms such as depression and anxiety but no gastrointestinal symptoms so they can be misdiagnosed. The New England Journal of Medicine has listed 55 diseases that can be caused by eating gluten. The way to see if you have celiac disease is through blood tests and endoscope biopsy to obtain small tissue samples. The disease can be passed on genetically, but the only way to really know is to eliminate all gluten from your diet. Our ancestry plays an important part in what our digestive system can handle and the enzymes we make. Interestingly, there is a large amount of Irish people with celiac disease because until 1845, a major source of their food was potatoes, and then the potato famine happened. So grains with gluten in them became the key staple food, but their bodies could not adapt fast enough to the changes in the environment. The other group of people that should avoid gluten is people with non-celiac gluten sensitivity. Now there is some overlap with celiac disease in associated symptoms, but they are unique. There is a gluten sensitivity spectrum and some people feel better eliminating all grains completely. People with a gluten sensitivity experience symptoms when they consume gluten containing foods, but they do not experience the same type of damage to the intestinal villi as people with celiac disease. Eliminating gluten from your diet for four weeks and then reintroducing it back in is a good test to see if you are sensitive. You have to be strict though and go 100%. If you learn that you are sensitive to gluten, this does not mean you necessarily have to go 100% gluten free, but you should reduce the amount of gluten you consume, especially the highly processed kind, and focus on healing your gut. You can also support your gut by breaking down the gluten before you eat it via the process of fermentation, with sourdough bread for example. You can learn more about the elimination diet and how to heal your gut in episode 11 of this podcast. The third group who should avoid gluten is people with a wheat allergy. Now, unlike people with gluten sensitivities, the adverse reactions occur almost immediately and it can be fatal. You don't necessarily have to follow a gluten-free diet, but all wheat should be avoided and it is more likely to occur in children. A skin prick test or a blood test can be used to see if you're allergic to wheat and symptoms include nausea, rashes, swelling of the throat, and sometimes anaphylaxis. Seek support from your doctor to ensure the correct diagnosis has been made. My health practices for you are, try eliminating gluten 100% from your diet for four weeks to see how you feel. It is worth experimenting with your food as you might feel a lot better from taking gluten out. Become your own health advocate. Even if you're not going to eliminate gluten from your diet, Start to look at the ingredients in the food that you eat to see what is gluten in it. 
the most abundant ingredient will be listed first on a food label. If you have any questions, or if you want to know more about my health coaching, you can contact me at charlietunmore at gmail.com. That's T-U-N-M-O-R-E. I am not a doctor, so please do not substitute this information for medical advice. Thank you for listening. Please share this podcast with friends and family to empower them to take ownership over their health. Health is a practice, not an idea.